Epistle 52 of Epistles of Cyprian by Cyprian, translated by Robert Wallace. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Epistle 52 to Fortunatus and his other colleagues concerning those who had been overcome by tortures. Argument. Cyprian, being consulted by his colleagues, whether certain lapsed persons who have been overpowered by torture should be admitted to communion, replies that inasmuch as they had already repented for the space of three years, he thought they should be received, but as after the festival of Easter there would be a council of bishops with him, he would then consider the matter with them. Cyprian, to Fortunatus, Ahymenus, Optatus, Privatianus, Donatullus, and Felix, his brethren, greeting. You have written to me, dearest brethren, that when you were in the city of Capsa for the purpose of ordaining a bishop, Superius, our brother and colleague, brought before you that Ninus, Clementianus, and Florus, our brethren, who had been previously laid hold of in the persecution, and confessing the name of the Lord, had overcome the violence of the magistracy and the attack of a raging populace. Afterwards, when they were tortured before the proconsul with severe sufferings, were vanquished by the acuteness of the torments, and fell through their lengthened agonies from the degree of glory to which in the full virtue of faith they were tending, and had not yet, after this grave lapse, incurred not willingly but of necessity, ceased their repentance for the space of three years, of whom you thought it right to consult whether it was well to receive them now to communion. And indeed, in respect of my own opinion, I think that the Lord's mercy will not be wanting to those who are known to have stood in the ranks of battle, to have confessed the name, to have overcome the violence of the magistrates, and the rush of the raging populace, with the persistency of unshaken faith, to have suffered imprisonment, to have long resisted, amidst the threats of the proconsul and the warring of the surrounding people, torments that wretched and tore them with protracted repetition, so that in the last moment to have been vanquished by the infirmity of the flesh may be extenuated by the plea of preceding deserts, and it may be sufficient for such to have lost their glory, but that we ought not, moreover, to close the place of pardon to them, and deprive them of their father's love and of our communion, to whom we think it may be sufficient for entreating the mercy of the Lord." and for three years continually and sorrowfully, as you write, they have lamented with excessive penitential mourning. Assuredly, I do not think that peace is incautiously and overhastily granted to those who we see, by the bravery of their warfare, have not been previously wanting to the battle, and who, if the struggle should come on anew, might be able to regain their glory." For when it was decided in the council that penitents in peril of sickness should be assisted and have peace granted to them, surely those ought to proceed in receiving peace whom we see not to have fallen by weakness of mind, but who, having engaged in the conflict and being wounded, have not been able to sustain the crown of their confession through weakness of the flesh especially since, in their desire to die, they were not permitted to be slain, but the tortures wretched their wearied frames long enough to conquer their faith, 
which is unconquerable, but to exhaust the flesh, which is weak. Since, however, you have written for me to give full consideration to this matter with many of my colleagues, and so great a subject claims greater and more careful counsel from the conference of many, and as now almost all during the first celebrations of Easter are dwelling at home with their brethren, when they shall have completed the solemnity to be celebrated among their own people, and have begun to come to me, I will consider it more at large with each one, so that a decided opinion weighed in the council of many priests on the subject on which you have consulted me may be established among us, and may be written to you. I bid you, dearest brethren, ever heartily farewell. End of Epistle 52 Read by David Ronald